yes, we want thumbtacks. Yes, we want barbed wire. Yes, we want equality. Yes, we want socialist politics. Well, only the first two are are really relevant in this situation because this is IWA, no holds barred, three, the pit. Now, the pit itself is a small room with people standing around it and it looks like the WWE underground. It unfortunately does look a bit like that without Shane McMahon shouting, go on, get, get him, get him in a headlock, things like that, you know. And really sometimes when you've got over two hours of people hitting each other with various implements and trying to cause each other quite a lot of damage, it can be a bit boring. And you know, it's tribute to the wrestlers involved and to the IWA actually that it doesn't become boring and also they don't do anything where you think that's highly dangerous. You've tried to raise the bar and you've crotched yourself on it. They don't do that either. So I was quite gripped by this. First of all, we've got Akira versus Eric Ryan. You've got um, Ryan cutting Akira's head earlier, and I thought that's what we're going to get. Then they try some wrestling. Tries a headlock. Does um, does Eric Ryan? Then a, takes a bull rope round the neck to choke him. Yes, I can see that. There's a door with cans on it. That's an interesting idea, because of course, as you crumple into the cans, they're going to cut you, aren't they? Puts him on it, does Akira, then um, bridges back for a neck crank. That's a good wrestling move. Of course, Eric Ryan goes through the tables and a table and the cans at first, and then he wins by referee stoppage by just stomping Akira's head to the mat. Yes, that's what you're getting to start with. Then we've got Brian Keith, who's a bounty hunter apparently. Well, he's called the bounty hunter, he's not a bounty hunter. You know. So. He's um, running a poncho. Um, I mean, he might be a bounty hunter. I don't know. I mean, there are former wrestlers who do that, aren't there? You know. But he's fighting Justin Kyle, who's a bloody big bloke. He early on just just throws him through through the door that's set up in the corner. It's one of those kind of doors that you'd that it's kind of like a hardboard door. You know, it's not it's not a rock door. Where you can't even get through with a, with with any kind of um, battering ram. It's not one of them. It's a fairly fairly thin door, but it's still painful, you know. Then he picks it up and hits him with it. He um he's got then um, Brian Keith has got Kyle's leg in a chair. Goes to the ropes to come off it. The ropes are only I mean they are actual rope, so they're not really tensile steel. So he does come off it, but, well, actually, he's too he's too slack. So he pilmanises that leg. Instead, he thinks, I can't come off it. I'm just going to have to smack the leg. To answer him, because that's naughty, Kyle kind of gets up, so doesn't sell it at all. Throws a bale of hay at him, then picks up the ref, slams the ref on him. One more time, shout the, shout the crowd. No, 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 says the ref. No, actually, no. And the ending comes in a similar way to the first one, which is a, a ground and pound. Kyle's just on him, smacking him. Yeah, that's the way it's going to go. Well, maybe not, because Dale Patrick's versus, I think he's called Grey Scott. Great Scott. He, um, it's more of a, of a match, more of a wrestling match. Early on, though, Dale Patrick's doesn't even bother to have himself announced. He just smacks Grey Scott with a crutch. 
Or rather, actually, Scott attacks Dale Patrick's with a crutch because Patrick's is the um, is the expected winner here. There's a barbed wire bat over the head. They bash each other. Patrick suplexes Grace Scott through the door as usual, and then Scott hits a leg lock, and it's quite a good one. He's got it really, really cinched in. But that soon gives way to a kendo stick with firecrackers on it. Yes, you heard me right. A kendo stick with firecrackers on it. That's right, the firecracker. Yes. Then a door with barbed wire on one half of it and cans on the other comes out. That's set up in the ring. But before we can get to that, Scott hits a lovely hurricane runner from the outside in. He runs in and hits it. It's beautifully done. And then immediately, a really nice package pile driver. Good stuff. Not to be outdone, Patrick's hits the tiger driver onto a ladder which has been set up between two chairs, then into the cans for the pin. There's some wrestling here. And Patrick's wants to tell us about how wonderful that is. Can't hear him, but he wants to tell us that. The commentary, by the way, really nice. Modulated, doesn't get doesn't get all, oh my god, oh you know. And it and it's got some nice, it's got a nice welcoming tone to it. Very good. Okay, into Brandon Kirk versus Orin Bite. They have a chop fight. I mean, not a fight with chops, with meat. I mean, that would be interesting, a slap fight with meat. But it's a chop fight. Kirk hits a lot harder than Orin Vite. Vite then takes a grater to the head of Brandon Kirk. It had to happen, and I thought it would happen in the first, in the first match. There's a lot of blood, then he opens it up even more. So, Kirk pilmanizes Vite. There's a bow and arrow, with a bull rope from Vite. That's lovely, he's got the bull rope round the neck. He's pulling back on it while he's hitting the bow and arrow. Very nice indeed. Kirk, punch fake. Vite bends down right into the pile driver position. That's lovely, it's a really quick pile driver actually. It's not, it's not pitch perfect, but it's really well done. And then a lariat, then he drives him face first onto a, a board of knives. And Veidt's hurt his arm quite badly. He wins, but he gets to the back quickly. They don't interview. They were interviewing people after they've after they've won the matches. Don't interview him because he needs to get some medical attention on that cut arm. Okay, to the match that people want to see. It's Jin, who's a big guy, versus Schlack, who's a nasty guy and huge as well. He's built. He's been in the gym. Not so much Jin, but Schlack has. Most of this is outside and it's not great. Nothing unusual happens. They're bloodied. Suddenly it finishes. The timekeeper rings the bell. That's the commentator as well. He's just rung it prematurely. And they carry on in the ring. They get some bashing done and slack wins. But there's nothing unusual. The crowd are loving it because they know these characters. I'm thinking it's not as good as what's gone before and not as good as what comes after, which is Neil Diamond Cutter. Yes, that's right. And he comes out to the to the strains of the crowd singing Sweet Caroline versus Masada. Masada, deathmatch royalty. N- Neil Diamond Cutter, who's an older guy, no teeth or very few, has, and Big Beard, has asked for Masada and he's got him. It's what he wants. That's great. Early on, Neil Diamond Cutter, I mean, Neil Diamond Cutter takes most of the damage here. A head to a cinder block, slammed onto a ukulele covered in thumbtacks, and the thumbtacks at the bottom of his back, there must be half a dozen that are really deep in there. Then he's smacked with it, 
the tax are just even further in. It's quite horrible, really. We get the dollar bill shot. Dollar bills to Neil Diamond Cutter's tongue and wooden skewers into his forehead and he's walking around with them all hanging out. It's really well done. It looks like some kind of fan. It's very nicely done. In the end, there's a brain buster onto a chair from Masada, which leads to, to a pin, but he's actually hurt as well. And the head honcho comes out and says to Neil Diamond Cutter, you've, um, we did it for you because you wanted it. And that's nice. What we need is a great big milk pot. It's, it's like a lovely hug. There's no hugging in the final match though, which doesn't live up to the other matches. Murdoch, John Wayne Murdoch, is the champion, the American Definite Match champion. There is a belt. They show it, so we know it's there, versus Aaron Mercer, who's long and lean. Well, he's got, he's got not so much lean, but he's long, barely lean. Early on, early on, Mercer sets up some kegs with a door on it and a chair on that. Nothing happens with that, because a bat with blades sticking out of it is then raked on Mercer's back and then smacked between his legs. Take that on your twig and berries, mate. Yeah. There's a Mercer pile driver from the stage through a table, which is really lovely, actually. And then they go at it with saw blades, saws, knife edge chops with those saws. For God's sake. <laughs> and there are some good wrestling moves to finish. There's a McGuinness Tower of London off the ladder for a Mercer long two. And then Murdoch wins with a brain buster. Well, this is a great event. There's, there's not too much blood. There's not too much, I want to smack you with light tubes, because you can't really do that because there are people all around close to it. There's not a load of, I'm going to put you through a, through a, a plate glass window, which could sever an artery. There is some wrestling mixed in with this, and that's great. I'm not a fantastic aficionado of death matches, and not a great fan either. But I tell you what, I'll be coming back to this again, IWA. Thank you very much on IWTV. Thank you too. Ta-ta.